Whispering in His Ear, the devotional, explores talking and listening to God's message for us. Now, read God's voice in how to listen, a new companion study guide to the original devotional that provides discussion questions and more insight to the scripture that reveals how God talks to us. Get the series on Amazon. In the kingdom, sales is really sacred. It's a sacred transaction between two people when you're doing it with mutual respect and love. Instead of doing it from that selfish, self-seeking place, instead we seek to serve rather than to be served. Stay tuned to hear more from Gail Root on how you can be a woman of faith and a sales leader at the same time. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Welcome to Positively Joy. Are you living life but feel like something's missing? You've come to the right place. I'm your host, Yvette Walker, and here we discover the true meaning of joy and learn that it's not just a feeling, it's faith. Jesus says in the Gospel of John chapter 15 that we can be filled with the only joy that will complete us simply by abiding in the Father's love and doing His will. This season, we will explore finding joy by walking with God in our everyday lives. Stay with us and hear other stories as they too have walked this path of discovery. After over 25 years in direct sales and network marketing, Gail Root says God called her to coach women in the industry. Today, she coaches and trains faith-filled women who are ready to renew their perspective of the industry. Gail says, everybody sells, and we shouldn't be ashamed of it. Make sure you follow our show so that you get notified each time a new episode is available. If you already follow our show, help a friend follow the show too. Without further ado, here's Gail. Welcome to Positively Joy, Gail. So good that you're here. Thank you, Yvette. Wonderful to be here. Yes. So we talked about this just a little bit before we started recording. You have an awesome painting in the background. Can you tell us about it and what does it mean? Uh, I do. It's a beautiful, bold lion with many, many bright lime green and blue and raspberry and light blue and orange and red. And um, he just is with me every day, reminding me as a daughter of the king um, that we are to be bold and courageous, live with that abundant joy, which you and I are going to talk about. But it takes um, we need his power to be that bold and courageous woman for him and for the women he's called us to serve. And that makes complete sense to me as a kingdom business coach. And you are trying to probably instill that boldness in a lot of your clients. Amen. So, yeah, yes, that's a great visual. Um, I, you know, we're going to talk more about what you do, but let's get to know you. Tell us a little bit about your life story, your faith walk, and yeah. how you got to be where you are today. 
All right, beautiful. Well, thank you. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial home. I'm the fourth of five girls. My parents have been married this December. It'll be 64 years. My dad's going to be 89. My mom, 84. Oh, that's and great. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, and just in a real entrepreneurial home and um, always had um, kind of that ambition just from those Girl Scout days even, right? So selling cookies and um, lemonade stands and all the things. And then um, fast forward along in my faith journey, I, um, you know, love the Lord, Was be, would be in Bible studies. As a matter of fact, one of my Bible studies, I think we were on Wednesday mornings almost 20 years together, mm. faithfully. And, you know, there'd be some women who would come and go. You know how that goes. Life happens. But there was a core of us that were really together a long time. And uh, what I... I grew so much uh, spiritually in my faith through those women, through the studies that we would do, the the, the authors that we would read, which I, I want to talk to you about one of those authors because um, I was watching one of your podcasts I want to share. I bet you know who she is. But, um, <laughs> and, but I had this kind of shame, honestly, Yvette, about my, I don't think any of those women really had any entrepreneurial blood. Mm. bones in their body, I'd say, you know, and I kind of felt embarrassed about it. I felt like embarrassed of my like ambition as an entrepreneur and wanting, oh. wanting to. And then it was really when I was mentored by a kingdom, um, a kingdom businessman who talked about how he was in finance and he loved um, the successful business that he had, but then he'd go to church and he loved the ministry people he'd be with, but he always felt like come on, there's got to be people who want to do both, right? Where are the people who feel called to minister in the marketplace? And I literally just felt kind of like my heart explode. Like, yes, yes, <laughs> this is, thank you. Because there was a, there was a loneliness, you know, in that place. And so that really became um, a part of my journey. So that my entrepreneurial journey was pretty much always in the industry of direct sales and network marketing. And so um, God really had to just um, show me how he wanted to use me and use the experience that he had given me all those years um, to help serve the women that he was calling me to serve. And in that world, when you were in that other world, were you in, because there are uh, direct sales and marketing programs in businesses that are kind of ministry adjacent. Were you yes. in those or were you in just, uh, just, you know, regular mainstream type of businesses? Yeah, I'd say pretty regular mainstream. I had, um, you know, one of the companies that I was with that grew a large team with was, was jewelry and I didn't even wear jewelry. You know, I did it because I wanted drapes in my family room, you know? And so, <laughs> but definitely the leaders were, I mean, men and women of integrity. I remember being in one of the owner's homes um, had an opportunity to be at their home and they had this pillow in their bedroom. We were on a tour and it said, to whom much has been given, much is required. You know, of course, from scripture. And it was just so just another affirmation, confirmation for me about the leadership, you know, um, mm -hmm. and they definitely were they weren't overtly Christian in their marketing, like some companies are, but they definitely were, um, you know, men and women of God walking with integrity. So I was blessed by their leadership. Mm. So I think that, and I, I love hearing your message because it really relates to me as well. Oh, and, um, you know, I've always felt very uncomfortable. Part of my testimony is I felt uncomfortable wearing my faith on my sleeve in, you know, in I've worked in newsrooms, but in in uh, in newsrooms, or you know, you might just say 
you know, businesses or offices, offices or things like that, because you don't know how it's going to be taken. Um, So, but you, but you feel that calling. And so I fortunately, and it's really, I can't even say it was me. I'm in Oklahoma now where it's more comfortable, I think, to be able to talk about things. (laughs) But when I, but when I was in Kansas city, when I was in a couple of Texas cities, when I was in Detroit, it did not feel like I could do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you get women who say those things to you? So that's so interesting. So when I was in the industry, almost all of my years, so I'm not actively, I'm not with a company now. I'm not selling or recruiting anymore. I just am coaching. But when I was, um, I was not overtly Christian in my brand. I Mm -hmm. felt like, you know, I want to live as a Christian, not say I'm one, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, but when God called me, you know, one of the questions that you had asked was, when have you heard God's voice speak Mm -hmm. to you? And um, there were a couple pretty big times, but one of them was literally sitting in church and my husband, we have a brick and mortar business and I had three sons in in high school. And I literally heard the the Holy Spirit say to me, Christian life coaching. And I was really, I, I felt like that. I felt the joy leap inside of me because I knew I had never, people had said, Gail, you should be a life coach. You should be a life coach. And Yvette, it never made me have that leap of joy inside. I just was kind of, it just kind of felt kind of flat when I would hear it. But when I heard Christian life coaching, I got excited. And then when I thought I was leaving the industry, and then the Lord was like, uh, because I kept saying, Lord, why are you giving me the green light to leave this industry? You know, and um, finally, I, I really felt him tell me that, why would I have you leave a place where I've been equipping you for 25 years? <laughs> why would I call you out of that? I want you to serve my daughters here in this industry. I want you to help them yoke and do ministry in the marketplace. Um, they don't have to be overtly Christian in their brand to do mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want them to see that I want to yoke with them and do this business with them and grow with them. So have them grow because of him. Wow. So what did that look like for, for some people? And obviously you don't need to name names or anything. Um, but you know, when he told you, I want to, I want you to help women do this in where they are. Like, cause we always say that God meets us right where we are. Isn't that correct? Yes. Yes. So, so what did that look like for some of the people that he brought you into contact with? Right. Which was the long way around to, to your first the question that you asked was, <laughs> I, um, I really, the women who are drawn to me, I, to my, what did they say? Your niche, your avatar, your ideal customer, your ideal clients um, are women in the second half of life. They're typically empty nesters. On average, they've been in the industry for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I, I run a program. It's a it's a program that teaches them how to build their business on kingdom values. And um, the women who are drawn to me, they've been in the industry a while and they want to build on kingdom values. And they're in that second half of life. They want to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And so they already are coming to me because they know I am overtly Christian. I want to help them build on kingdom values. So I really don't have that. And even my podcast is overtly Christian. It's for, it's kingdom dream chasers and it's for women who want to build their business on kingdom values. Mm -hmm. So I haven't come across too many people yet. It's kind of like, it's supposed to repel you know, my brand is intentionally supposed to, I don't know if repel is the right word, Yvette, you maybe have a better one, but it's supposed to, those who aren't interested are supposed, right. are supposed to wander away. Yeah. Right? yeah. 
So I, I really haven't come across that kind of like, well, what are you doing? And why are you doing that? It's like, well, this is what I'm called to do. And this is who I'm called to serve. So if that's you, perfect. And if it's not, I know there's somebody out there for you. Yeah. The Positively Joy podcast is a member of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app. You know, it's pledge season on some public radio networks. We don't do that here, but we can't exist without your support. Join my friend SP in becoming a Patreon monthly giver. You can give as little as $5 and receive some great benefits. Go to PositivelyJoy.com and click support. So the women that you work with, they primarily have their own business or, or are they in, you know, other companies where they've been, as you say, working 10 or more years, yes. but, they, but they also want to understand those kingdom building practices? Yes. So they're typically in, they have a direct sales or network marketing business. They're trying to sell online, market Mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we all have those stereotypes. It's like the old encyclopedia salesman or the old, you know, Kirby vacuum cleaner guy at your door. Um, And and a lot of people in the industry, those kind of spammy messages that come Mm -hmm. into your inbox. So we like, okay, ladies, no more of that. We're here to have kingdom connections. We're here to really get to know women, serve them at a really high level, build trust. Then you've earned the right to share your products or opportunity. Um, But first, really love them and serve them as kingdom women. That's what we're called to do. And that is so hard because a lot of us do feel so uncomfortable. Um, and you're sorry, you're a podcaster. So those of us who are podcasting or who have online ministries, even we feel very spammy sometimes or very uncomfortable. But how do we get this message out? Even though we know it's a message he wants us to take out. And yes. like you said, women who are you know selling other things who don't necessarily have an online ministry or a ministry... But they still, you know, they want people to know that they are sincere, they're ethical yes, and trust yes. them because they are, you know, they believe in those values that, that God instilled in us. So yes. um, without giving all, giving away all your secrets, yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. How can, well, at least, how can we begin to think about making that change? Yeah. So I think the greatest gift that we have, and when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, that's just so scripturally based. It makes such perfect sense. But, and that is think of her, not you. Always think of her. So here's an example. I'm afraid to go live. I don't want to go live. I don't want to look like I'm being vain or or pushy, or I don't want to go, I don't want to call and follow up because I don't want her to think I'm pushing her into buying my products. It's like, stop. The focus is on you. You're worried about how you're going to be perceived. You're in fear. You're letting the enemy win. You're in fear about how you're going to be perceived. Think about her. How can you go serve her? How can you mm-hmm. love her? How can you connect with her? How can you ask her, how are you doing? How's your day going? If you sold her some makeup or some skincare, how is it going? Are you Is, is it blessing you? Are you using it? Is it... Is it, um, are you noticing benefits? Ask her questions, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just when you, it's it's like, you know, they say in the kingdom, everything's upside down. We get so, we get so wrapped up in, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to look. It's like the focus is all on you. And this event was really my Christian to kingdom conversion, this exact conversation, because as a Christian, I was trying to do good. Am I going to church? Am I, am I, am I praying enough? Am I reading my Bible enough? Am I going to fellow, you know, am I going to, um, am I volunteering? Am I, am I going to Bible study? Am I, am I being the hands and feet? Guess where all the focus is on all of that? 
mm-hmm. me, yeah. me, me, me. Yeah. And I think, you know, in our Christian walk, we can, the enemy wants us to stay there, mm-hmm. focused on us. And to me, the kingdom perspective is it's all on him. All the focus, God, what do you want me to do in, be doing today? How do you want me to serve? What do you want me to lay down today? And girl, sometimes it's hard. It's really hard some days. Yeah. Well, who do you need me to forgive? What resentments do you need to be let go of? Um, And so focus on him, 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 him. So I think part of the reason that we're so concerned about the me, me, me is that I think our client, our customer base, the women in the world have been taught to be somewhat suspicious of people who are coming at them with some kind of a message. What are you trying to sell me? What are you trying to do? And then especially now in this catfishing world, and I'm I'm, I'm not really using the term catfishing in the romantic way, but this way of, you know, just you saying one thing, but it's really another. And, And there's lots of good reason why we are skeptical. Yes. Why this is skeptical society because we've been burned, right? Absolutely. Is there a way, focusing on her, is yeah. there a way to retrain <laughs> the people that we that we want to love on? Yes. Is that possible? I do think it's possible because I think that's, ex- that's exactly what God is calling us to do. He's actually calling when you, if you're, if you're in the industry of direct sales or network marketing and you start looking around, he's calling his daughters to rise up. Mm-hmm. There are, I know personally, I know three women who started their own network marketing companies. One's founded on uh, restoring, rehabilitating, and um, rescuing hu- human traffic from human mm. I'm getting tongue from human trafficking. Another one. These are all women of faith, all women of faith, rising up, collaborating, breaking down those, those lies of competition and instead collaborating like we're called to do in the kingdom. And so we're stronger together and better together. And um, I think the retraining that you mentioned is when we, um, you know, we, we are, we have never been more marketed to ever. In the, in, in the human experience, you know, we should have our guard up. We are inundated with, with every other thing on your feed. If you're on Facebook, every other thing is a, is an ad, is it, is it something coming at you? So we, we need to have our guard up. And that's why I, part of what I coach and teach is, you know, Acts 22 too, you need to speak her language so that she will lean in. Because there's so much noise and so much clutter. And if you really want to serve her and you really have a solution for her, whether that solution is skincare, makeup, supplements, weight loss, whatever it is, if you believe passionately in it, she's not going to listen to you unless you're speaking her language. So you've got to love her and speak. Um, So know her demographic. Know, is she over 50? Is she under 40? Does she have little kids at home? Does she have no kids at home? Is she, you know, so speak her language and then she's going to start, oh, who's this? Can I trust this person? And then you'll, she'll bring her guard down and you'll be able to create a relationship, build trust, give some value to her, be honest, and then you'll be able to, uh, she'll trust you so you can offer your, your services. 
That makes, that really makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I like the way you're breaking it down. Uh, it, it seems a little bit more approachable because it can be, it can be scary. Now you have, you have a, a resource that's oh. very, very amusing. Uh, it's everybody sells, but <laughs> it's very similar to the children's book, Everybody Poops, which I thought was yeah. very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so we can get out of our minds that, selling can be, you know, scammy and and just kind of sleazy. Everybody does it to some degree. So what do you mean by everybody sells? Yeah. So, and thank you. So that, so it was supposed to be a fun, um, okay. So when I was, I have three sons and they're now, uh, young adults or they would say adults, but, um, (laughs) they, when they were young, um, you know, potty training for a, a young boy, um, well, all children, but can be an issue. They're, they're concerned. They're starting to realize that this is something that they need to do and they want to kind of do it in private. And it brings some anxiety to some kids. And so you'll find them going to hide when they're little. And if any of you have children or you're around children at this stage, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so they're uncomfortable with it. So the, the book is every page is a beautiful, colorful illustration of an animal. So a gorilla, a giraffe, a zebra, and they're pooping. Each page <laughs> and it says, says the elephant poops, the giraffe poops, the bear, the bear poops. And so the child is going through like, oh, 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 oh. And it gets to the end and there's a the little boy and a little boy poops. And it says everybody poops. So it's this big celebration. Well, literally one day, Yvette, I really felt the Lord give me this picture of how this is how we feel about sales sometimes, and especially women in the industry. They're like, oh, I don't want to be salesy. I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to do this. It's like, okay, people, everybody sells. Pastors sell, nurses sell, teachers sell. We sell ourselves probably about 50 million times a day. What am I going to eat this? Am I going to eat that? If you're a mother, you're selling. If you're a wife, you're selling. If you're a husband, you know, you're selling your ideas, your opinions, you're selling your 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 products. So everybody sells. And so trying to just re- reduce that stereotype and realize that in the kingdom, sales is really sacred. It's a sacred transaction between two people when you're doing it with mutual respect and love. Instead of doing it from that selfish, self-seeking place, instead we seek to serve rather than to be served. Yeah. You know, you said earlier that if, that, you know, if I'm not the right coach for you, then there's probably other coaches, right? Yes. But I mean, there's going to be some people out there that says, yeah, yeah, you say that, but you really just want my money. You're just really, you don't really care about how I feel. And is there any way to to talk them back down? Or is that really the kind of person that just needs to find a different way? Well, I think, yeah, you know, all of us have different wounds, right? We have different levels of skepticism, mistrust based on things that have happened to us. And so um, when you have someone who's in that mindset, or very mistrustful, you know, that's, you know, that's a spiritual battle God's got to deal with. Mm-hmm. But for, for me, um, one of my favorite tools that I use as a coach is I take women through what's called a challenge. And so what I do is for about five days, I take them through a free, it's free, free journey. And I'm giving them a breakthrough. We're going through steps and they're going to, there's an outcome that they are expected to experience at the end of this five days. And what happens during that time is they get to hopefully know me, 
and then hopefully like me and then hopefully trust me through that process so that when I am giving my offer at the end, then they get to decide, okay, not right for me right now, not right for me, or yeah, I think I'm ready to jump on board. So I think we do, we have a great responsibility, I think, as kingdom entrepreneurs to put, give value. I have a mentor who says, whoever loves most wins, whoever serves most wins. And so the idea, if we want to win, because God's the one who gave us the desire to succeed, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, you know, as long as we do that from a kingdom perspective and we serve first, you know, we, this is the blessings come and then you can let go of that outcome. So whether or not they purchased or not, that's not your motive. You're not holding on tight to that. You're letting them go and trusting that if you've done your part in helping them like, know, and trust, then the right people who come into your program are the right people. Mm, Love it. Love it. So you have uh, three adult sons. Yes. um, And are they the kind of people that might go into this type of business? And if they, if they are or are not, have you, did you have a discussion with them about what you do and why you do it? And I know you focused on women mostly, but I guess, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, it's been fun. I'll I'll tell you my favorite as an entrepreneur growing up. So I remember one of my, one of my sons, I think it was about in the second grade, you know, they color and that one of the assignments was to draw your mom and your dad. So they came home with this little assignment and I wish I could remember which one, Um, but, and the, the, my husband had like a briefcase and he was, so trying to look like he had like a tie on. So he's going off to work, right? Well, and I was in the kitchen and there was the bowl of fruit. My parents always had a bowl of fruit on the table. All my sisters have a bowl of fruit on the table. And so there was this bowl of fruit. And so I, I was working then. I had a six-figure business then, but that's what he saw was mommy was home and that bowl of fruit was it. And it just, as a, as a, you know, that was my, that was just joy to me. That that's what that he would always remember that I was here. But what I've tried to instill in them as they've grown up is that you have you can you can be that entrepreneur and have that freedom. Um, a lot of them want they have I think they've got some entrepreneurial um, genes in there and dispositions for sure. Um, some of them are it's just going to be interesting to watch them go. But some of them they do they're great with people. All three of them are really great with people. Um, they get that from their dad too. But um, yeah, I think they're great communicators. And it's going to be really, that's one of my, you know, when you talk about positively joy, one of my greatest joys at this stage of my life, I'm 55, is getting to watch their lives unfold now. You know, the the partnership they're going to find, the hopefully grandchildren they're going to, you know, the children they're going to have, the different jobs they're going to have. So it's going to be fun to watch all that unfold now. Nice, nice. Is there, and we all go through seasons of life, is there a scripture or verse that you are standing on now in this season? Yes, there is. And it's Psalm 16, 5. And it's that, you know, uh, the Passion Translation, the Lord is, Lord, you alone are my inheritance. You are my Mm. prize, my portion, and my pleasure. My destiny and its timing is all in your hands. And I stand on that because it's just that I need that daily reminder, like like my bold lion here, but I need that reminder because God is calling me into the marketplace, has called me into the marketplace, and I want to serve well. I want to steward well this task that he's given me, but I have to remember that he's already done it. 
He's already given me the provision and the outcome is his. Or else I get all wrapped up in that performance anxiety and am I enough or is it enough or have I done? It's like, Gail, lay yourself down, Mm. you know, lay yourself down. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, so how can people get in touch with you, get the free resource? And if they do want to engage with you, what's that going to look like? Yeah. So I have a, well, the Kingdom Dream Church, Kingdom Dream Chasers podcast is a great way. I just launched it in April. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great way to like, know, and trust me and decide if I'm someone, you know, from here that you want to continue um, getting to know. I do have a free group um, for women of uh, faith who are in direct sales and network marketing called Kingdom Solutions. So that's a great um, spot to come in again into that free environment where you can get a feel for the community. There's over a thousand women in there and just get a feel for what's happening there. And I do free trainings in there. And then is that from, on Facebook? It is on Facebook. Okay. Yes. And then from there, um, there are, I do one-on-one coaching, group coaching. I have courses that I do. I, I'm launching an app which will have a free element to it, an app, a coaching app, so that all everything's housed in that app this summer. And so, um, yeah, there's lots of opportunity to connect with me at all different kind of levels as you're building your like, know, and trust, you know, and deciding if I'm someone that um, feels right to work with. Excellent. All right. So everyone, so you just heard, you can get to know Gail through the podcast and through the Facebook group. We will put that in the show notes Um, and definitely go and check out Everybody Sells, which is just (laughs) so cute. Um, You can get that at kingdomdreamchasers.com slash risen. And I just want to thank you for all the, you know, not just the advice, but just the, like the real talk you've got on your desk there. You've got something that says real talk, because I think when it comes to sales, there's a lot of real talk. I think that we kind of get, have to get into uh, before people can, you know, like trust, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Appreciate everything for that you've done today. And uh, thanks for all that you do. Thank you so much. And thanks so much to you for this opportunity and just blessings to you and your podcast and your in your ministry. Thank you for listening to Positively Joy. Please leave us a review and a ranking wherever you are listening. Special thanks to music composer Morel Sanders and to editor Susan Marie. For more podcasts, go to thejam.online to listen to Journalists Advancing Ministry about journalists who have left media for the ministry. And go to Amazon.com to read Whispering in His Ear, my book of devotions that include life lessons, prayers, and journal writing, along with multimedia songs and spoken word. For Positively Joy t-shirts and other merch, go to PositivelyJoy.com and click shop. Shop.